Yeah, that kind of leaves it open for all kinds of uh, theory and discussion and all that kind of stuff back and forth this morning, which we'll participate in a little bit of that. But I don't do a whole lot of speculation. I like to base what I say on fact. Now, I know other people don't do that. I know that people make up a bunch of crap. They just read the headline and they go with that. But I, I don't do that, right? Dennis, did we have somebody on the ground there yesterday? No. We did not. No. Um, I'm just curious because I, you know, obviously if Bill McManus hasn't seen the body cam footage, I haven't seen it, and he's, he hasn't released uh, the body cam footage. So if anybody has, you know, any of you guys that um, know any of these officers, any Leo, any of my Leo buddy who knows in a little inside scoop, drop it to me let me know. Uh, if the officer shot the guy in the back nine times, why? You know, that's what the family claimed. But, you know, the families in a situation like that claim stuff that's uh, not true. So I don't know. I don't know the truth of the matter on all this right now. What I do know is, you know, it it, it quickly devolved into a chaotic scene uh, with people trying to turn over uh, a police car and everything like that. And that all, when, when you start to see stuff like that, when you see what it devolved into yesterday, uh, and I, you know, I, I know uh, when a family member is involved in something like that, I personally know how it is uh, raw emotion and all of those kind of things. But that also goes, goes right back to that whole anti-police stuff that we've seen across America, and even right here in San Antonio with Ron went to an anti-police rally, you know, and got all fired up and stirred up and all that kind of stuff, and it leads right back to what you saw yesterday. So we're going to talk about that some today, and hopefully we'll get some details e- either from the chief or we'll get some details from a spokesperson or maybe one of you guys that was on the ground who saw what happened or whatever you let me know and let me know if the police officers actually shot the guy in the back yesterday and what would be the reason for that. So on. And we'll talk about that. Uh, I don't I don't do a whole lot of I don't do uh, I don't like to do speculation. I know people do pull stuff out of their rear ends all the time, make stuff up and because it sounds like good radio. But I that's not I'm going to stick with the facts and I'll comment on what I know is fact. And it's 509 now, KTSA. The White House says that gas prices are going to continue to go up. And the White House said, oh, well. We don't have any solutions. We're not going to be able to fix this. Why? Because it's all Vlad's fault. It's not my fault. I didn't do anything wrong, says Joe. Says Sleepy Joe Biden. I didn't do anything wrong. This is all Vladimir Putin. In fact, to the point now where the White House has engaged TikTokers to come in and spread that among the young kids. And the kids are lapping it up from the TikTokers. The TikTokers are taking a break from stripping and modeling and dancing to hip-hop and they go yo yo hey gotta talk to you man here uh you know you know that the prices on gas man they're going up because it ain't joe b's fault right it's it's vladimir putin man he he's invaded ukraine and that's what's all over tiktok right now and so young people are saying yeah yeah there was one guy yesterday and i saw the video myself he runs screaming at a sign at exxon it's a 755 a gallon 755 a gallon for gasoline. He runs screaming and goes, Vladimir Putin, I'm going to send you the bill. And it's a TikTok video. So that's all coming from the White House. That's what you call propaganda. Just so we're clear. That's what you call propaganda. It is classic propaganda. The White House called these TikTok influencers in. And there's a group called Gen Z for Change. They were there. They reach a half a billion people through TikTok. Little Minds. Little Minds got nothing but mush up there. Okay? They haven't developed crapola in their heads. And so they call them. Did, did you know that they actually have, the White House actually has a, a, a propaganda star who does this? Rob Flaherty. Good old Rob Flaherty. He'll be celebrating in a couple of days. He is their digital strategy guy. And he had what was uh, like a a background call would be to reporters. Like when they call in CBS, ABC, CNN, and they give them their marching orders for the day. This is what you're supposed to talk about. This is how you say it. This is the, and, and you know, you've noticed how they all parrot the same thing. Well, they're doing that now with digital influencers over on, uh, on TikTok. And people are buying it. So Joe Biden said yesterday, it's not a joke, man. The reason for inflation is Vladimir Putin's gas prices, man. These are Vladimir Putin's gas prices. It's not a joke, man. It's not my fault. The media went out, parroted exactly what Joe said. Well, you know they're going to do that. 
He spoke about rising inflation during a speech in D.C. yesterday, and he falsely blamed Putin for a dollar five rise in gas prices because the dollar five was before anything happened in Ukraine. Make no mistake, said Joe, it's the fault of Vladimir Putin. Putin did this. So that's exactly what they're, you know, it's, that's, that's their propaganda coming out of the White House right now. And it's, it says every bit as evil and twisted and the same as what any other country does, whether it's Russia or whether Russia, 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 or whether it's China, 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 or whether it's Iran, 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 what they're doing in this White House is nothing but pure propaganda. When you talk to people who are oil executives about what's going on, they'll tell you exactly what I've been telling you and why the oil is not flowing in the United States. Number one is investors. Joe declared war on oil. He did it in 2019. We played the sound. And when he declared war on oil, he said, drilling will be shut down during my first term. He said that over and over again. You'll not be able to produce oil in the United States. And he's doing it. He's doing it right now. And that's why you have high gas prices right now. Because he has been working on shutting down oil in America. Listen to him in the 2019 campaign. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill. Period. Ends. That is Joe Biden, and he's following through with that promise. 81 million people voted for him, and you got what you paid for, 81 million people. It's not It's not anything other than what Joe Biden has been doing, and he started it when he got into office. By the way, hey, Chris, have you seen any red Build Back Better caps? I'm just curious. 81 million people voted for this cat. You would think there'd be a sea of red, maybe blue, maybe blue, but you, there'd be a sea of Build Back Better caps out there. I still see MAGA caps. I still see MAGA caps all the time. Have you ever seen one Build Back Better cap? Just one. Anywhere? On anybody? Anybody wear one? Anybody? Anybody got a Build Back Better cap? I thought 81 million people. I thought it was the most votes in the history of our country. Isn't that what we were told? The most votes in the history of our country? I thought that's the sticker that's on the back of all the business vehicles in the BBB. Oh, yeah, that's things? what it is. BBB is that, right. Not Better Business Bureau. That's Build Back Better. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. So anyway, oil and gas executives are now pushing back against uh, Mr. Biden. And are now saying, uh, no, number one, investors are not investing in oil and gas because it takes a long time for you to get a return on your investment and he has promised to shut it down we're not going to get a return so what investor is going to invest in something that they're not going to get a return on okay that's the first thing second thing is yes there are leases out there and some of these guys have leases but guess what there's a difference between a lease and a permit okay the Biden administration is slow walking the permits. So you get a lease. Let's just let's just say the lease is one of those 9,000 that they've been talking about that aren't operating right now. So you get a lease. Great. Fantastic. Then Joe Biden can say, you're not pumping oil out of those 9,000. So Joe Biden could say something like that. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, you may have the lease, but his government, his government is not issuing permits. So if you're not getting any permits issued to you, and you can't find any money because investors are saying, I'm not going to invest in something that is going to be shut down. And thirdly, thirdly, his Department of Treasury is now going after oil investors. They are now penalizing oil investors. Banks, investors that would invest in oil, they get penalized for investing in dirty products. Now, you can buy all the, you can buy all the windmills you want, you can buy all the electric vehicles you want, and that's fine. But if you invest in oil and gas, now you get penalized for being an oil and a gas investor. And then he's got TikTok stars all over the place <laughs> blaming everybody but himself. You see, at the same moment, China announced yesterday, the Chinese Communist Party, 
They're going to be increasing their domestic, that's inside of China, domestic coal production by fourfold while reducing reliance on foreign suppliers. So riddle me this one, baby. How come China can continue and they can increase their coal production by four times in order to not be dependent on anybody else other than themselves and we have to go to Saudi Arabia who won't even pick up the president's phone call we have to go to Venezuela we have to go to wherever we can go to try to find oil when we have billions of it right underneath our feet the man is killing our country before your very eyes it's happening and he's doing it on purpose price of oil go down a little bit uh-huh. Uh-huh. like oh my god she had to get rid of that post conference that hers so she could go to the mall and hang out in the mall like oh my god i see what you did here i get it i got to see it flock of seagulls huh i ran so far away Five twenty-two at KTSA. Okay, so I am so glad, guys. Really, seriously, I'm so glad that we went through that whole thing about getting rid of all those statues. Do you remember when they took that one down over there in the Travis Park area, and they said we're going to put it up as soon as we find a good place? And they damaged, they broke it when they took it down, and they're hiding it away forevermore. I told you then. How long ago was that, Elaine? You and I went down there and took pictures. Was that five, six years ago? You ain't seen a thing. I told you, and I told you then, you're never going to see it again. We had the ladies on who went and saw it. Remember those ladies? You found them, and we put them on, and they, they went and saw it. And they said, they yeah, they're sworn to secret. The, the mayor, Ron Nuremberg, twisted their arms up behind their backs. If you tell anybody, if you ever say what you saw, you know how big my muscles are. I'm going to whip your ass. So... <laughs> So they wouldn't tell me. I said, where is it? What condition is it? It's broken. <laughs> That's all they could say. It's broken. But I'm glad they got rid of it. And by the way, I'm glad they got rid of the Columbus statue. Remember that one when Liz was almost attacked down there? Liz was reporting on it, and they were trying to attack her as a reporter. The violent mob taking down the... Remember that? And and you're on the phone with Liz, and Liz is like, um, they're coming after me. Remember that? The damn good thing we got rid of that thing too. We, uh, we you know, we we can't have those things around here because they're just so upsetting. Plus, it made way for the newest statue that's going up in San Antonio, downtown San Antonio, the newest one. It's a statue of Russian revolutionary Vladimir Lenin. Yeah, kind of cool, isn't it? I mean, timing is everything. So you got the Russians who are killing children. Time to put up. A statue of Lenin, our father Lenin, in downtown San Antonio. Yeah, you had to, you, you had to like stay conscious during the past several years to hear me talk about this whole revolution and what you saw with Black Lives Matter and all the taking down of statues it had nothing to do with the old South in America. It has everything to do with the communist revolution happening in the United States of America. The communist revolution is here, and that's what Black Lives Matter represented. Read it for yourself. Study Black Lives Matter for yourself. It's all about a communist revolution in the United States. That's why they burned the stuff, took statues down, because they got to replace them with linen. Yeah, there's a statue of linen going up in downtown San Antonio. Right over there at the 300 block of Commerce Street by the uh, redoing. You know, you know this whole thing about we will rise? That's a communist thing. We will rise. We will rise together. It's all a communist thing. And, uh, yeah, they're putting up a statue of Vladimir Lenin right there in the middle of the resurrection of downtown San Antonio at the Alameda Theater. Our friends over at Texas Public Radio will be able to see it. It'll be right out there window. Fits them perfectly. 300 block of commerce downtown. And you got a giant head, steel head of Vladimir Lenin going up in downtown San Antonio. Boy, it's a good thing we got rid of Columbus. Well, you know, Columbus was such a racist, you know? At least we can replace him with somebody like Lennon, somebody who was an out-and-out murderer. You know what I'm saying? Columbus was just, you know, one of those guys that stumbled upon this part of the world and brought all these white folk over here, which was a terrible thing to do because, you know, all these white folk replaced all the other people that were here. We couldn't have that. we got to get rid of him. 
So we'll just replace him with a statue of a mass murderer. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Elon Musk says to uh, Vladimir Putin, I hereby challenge you to single combat. The stakes are Ukraine. And uh, Elon Musk is so smart. When he tweeted this, he wrote it in Russian. The dude is wildly smart. And then he tagged Vladimir Putin and said, do you agree to this fight? I mean, he really wants to, like, fight Vladimir Putin, Putin, uh, hand-to-hand combat. Well, the head of the Russian space agency said, you're a little devil, and you are still too young. (laughs) That was the response from Russia to Elon Musk. Elon Musk could buy Russia, by the way, just so we know. (laughs) His, Elon Musk is, uh... Gross domestic product is more than Russia's is. So he could buy Russia if he wanted to. Then there was the woman who disrupted Russian television, anti-war protester, and and, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, thanked her for that, and he's going to be speaking in front of Congress manana. So kind of cool. All right, uh, quick break, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Of course, of course, of course, thoughts and prayers for Benjamin Hall from Fox News. I don't have a, an update on his condition. Um, we know he was injured reporting on the war yesterday. We've seen him, and Trey Yanks, who has just done phenomenal. Wouldn't you agree? Those guys have been just killer. I mean, really done a great job there. Bombs going off behind them, you know, and Yanks is standing there. Hall has been standing. Well, Hall was injured. They haven't said the extent of his injuries. But uh, Fox News has said that whatever it takes to get him uh, to safety or whatever, that's exactly what they're going to do. So Benjamin Hall is his name. If if you could see his face right now, you would recognize him. Maybe you don't know the name. Can't put it with a face, but you would recognize him. He's been all over Fox while this is going on. They are beyond useful idiots. Useful idiots don't know as a term of art in the intelligence world. They don't really know what they're doing. They're just stupid. These people are almost collaborators to a certain extent. They do know what they're doing. I would call them an asset, especially Tucker Carlson. Uh, and, and Tulsi Gabbard, she's just a moron. Oh, so you want me to go there already? It's only 536, and you you want me to already go there, Chris? We're just getting started. And you really, you really want me to get into this now? All right, fine. I ain't afraid. 210-599-5555. What they're doing right now to Tulsi and Tucker is exactly what the First Amendment was written to protect. Mitt Romney needs to apologize and immediately resign the Senate. Immediately for what he said about Tulsi Gabbard. Karen Johnson, well, she's just a dumbass, all right? She's just a dumbass. You know her as Whoopi. And what she said on the view about Tulsi? Well, you, you know, if Tulsi, if, if Tulsi was not, if Tulsi was not a public pers- person, she could sue for slander. She could sue all these people. But but if you're a public person, anybody could say anything they want to about you, and 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 that's just about it. You, they they can, they can get away with it. And but but otherwise otherwise Whoopi could be sued and Mitt Romney could be sued and that dude right there over on MSNBC could be sued and on and on it goes because they're calling Tucker and Tulsi treasonous traitors and I'll explain why they're doing that and I'll explain why they're all wrong and why they all ought to be sued and run out of the business but is this is this Whoopi Oh, Karen Johnson for you. Sorry. Here's Karen. They used to arrest people for doing stuff like this. If they thought you were uh, colluding with a Russian agent, if they thought you were putting out information or taking information and handing over to Russia, they used to actually investigate stuff like this. And I guess now, you know, there seems to be no bars. And people are not being told to hate Putin. Leave it there. All right. Let's dive in. This is what Tulsi said. Her exact words. 100% quote. Unambiguous. She said, Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. 
Ukraine is an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery, and shelling. And these facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Folks, that's what Tulsi said. She didn't say there were bioweapons. <clears throat> she didn't say that they were weapons that were created by Russia. She didn't say there were weapons created by the United States. She said there are 25 to 30 uh, bioweapons labs in Ukraine. They need to be protected because it's a hot war zone. That's what she said. That has Karen Johnson, Whoopi Goldberg, Mitt Romney, and others saying she's a traitor to the United States. Now, here's a woman who volunteered to serve in our military. She still serves to this day in the reserves. She's a lieutenant colonel in the reserves. Mitt Romney took deferments to stay out of Vietnam. Why? Because he said he was too busy riding his bicycle in service of God and the Mormon faith. That's why. Mitt Romney is a misogynist. Remember the whole binders full of women? He's a misogynist. Women are to be under my heel, according to Mitt Romney, and he's a racist. Part of this is because Tulsi doesn't look like a lot of people here in this country, does she? She's from Hawaii. He's a racist. He's both. Mitt Romney, you should be ashamed of yourself to the point if you have one bit of integrity, you would resign your place in the U.S. Senate. He won't, just like Karen Johnson won't quit the view. So what are the facts concerning biolabs in Ukraine? The director, the director of the U.S. Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, Robert Pope, confirmed that scientists are keeping Soviet-era pathogens for research purposes in Ukraine. They said they were destroying them. They should have destroyed them, but they did not destroy them. One week ago today, you heard the sound from Victoria Nuland under oath speaking to Marco Rubio, the Senate committee. She's the Undersecretary of State. She oversees this disaster, and she's responsible for a lot of this disaster. She said, yes, Russian force, forces might seize those bio labs in Ukraine, and we should be worried about that. She said they are very worried about Russia getting a hold of them. I played the sound for you a million times one week ago today. CBS News over the weekend said the Pentagon officials have confirmed these biolabs in Ukraine are, in fact, conducting research on anthrax and other deadly pathogens, botulism, anthrax, etc. So if these are Soviet-era weapons, then presumably the Soviets, which we now call Russians, probably have their own. So why are they trying to seize the stuff they already have? That just doesn't make any sense at all. But all Tulsi did was address the danger that innocent people could die because these weapons, these pathogens, these agents exist in Ukraine and they might be blown up. But along comes Karen Johnson. Whoopee. Along comes Mitt Romney. A host of others, including Claire McCaskill, MSNBC's Nance, who you just heard, saying that she and Tucker Carlson are agents of Russia, and they should be arrested. You hear that? They should be arrested, put in jail, locked up for pointing out something that our government has already confirmed, that these biolabs do exist in Ukraine. And all she said was basically the same thing Victoria Newland said. They're there, they are unsafe, and there should be a lot of concern about the fact that they are there. That's it. Because like COVID, the pathogens don't know any borders. If they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised, they will spread all throughout Europe, the United States, the rest of the world, causing millions upon millions upon millions of people to die. Please tell me what is treasonous about that statement. Claire McCaskill said she was on MSNBC's deadline. She believes that Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard are really, really close to treason. They should be arrested. MSNBC's Nancy, you just heard, 
Malcolm Nance, their intelligence analyst, says they are Russian collaborators deliberately working to undermine the American structure. They should be arrested. You heard just now Karen Johnson, Whoopi Goldberg, say that we used to arrest people for this kind of thing, for saying these kind of things. Okay, Whoopi. Who? Who was arrested for saying these kinds of things? And who did the arresting? We should know this from these people. These people should say who was arrested for pointing out that there were chemical agents, chemical bio labs, who's been arrested for this in the history of our country, and who did the arresting. You see, it's not true. It never happened. The problem is here, the same problem with Joe Rogan. You remember when they tried to cancel Joe Rogan, they called him a racist and everything else, and he stood up to him and he won. He he got him to back down, but they tried to cancel him. Why? Because he doesn't read the narrative. Newsrooms all across this country just follow the narrative of what the higher-ups are saying. There's no news. There's no journalism. There's no digging. It doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. So if you're off the reservation, if you're not reading the copy that they tell you to read, then they're going to try to cancel you. The only thing I've seen Tucker do during this entire time, and he doesn't need me to defend him, is ask questions. What about these labs? What's in those labs? Why are we funding these labs? What's, what are they doing with these pathogens that our government admits is there? And Tulsi said the exact same thing. We need to secure those pathogens. And for that, she's a treasonous traitor that must be arrested. Does that not chill you to the bone that there are people in America talking about arresting people for saying something like that? You're going to arrest people for what they say now? No kidding? So who's going to be the arbiter of that? Who's going to decide what is the proper thing to say and not? Who is going to decide who gets arrested for what they say and not? If we're going to start arresting people, who is the decision maker on who, what you can say before you get arrested? We're going to arrest people for what they say now, right? We're going to hold them. And by the way, one thing about this word treason, that is a, um, a crime that is punishable by death. Okay, just so we're all clear, it's, we used to hang people for it, but it's punishable by death. Now they throw it around like it's an everyday term, like they did racist, right? And now racist means nothing, right? Now they're throwing around treason, traitor, and treason like it's nothing, like it's no big word. Just throw it around. But you're talking about a word that means we kill you if we catch you and we convict you of treason. We kill you. That's how we control it. That's how we make sure people aren't treasonous traitors. And these people in the media can sit back with a clear conscience and call a woman who's been deployed in war, has been out there fighting, goes back every month and serves in our military to protect our country on foreign soil, while these wussified wussies, and I bit my lip to keep, you know, keep from calling them something else, but wussified wussies like a Mitt Romney, a racist misogynist like a Mitt Romney, who took deferments instead of going to war, because he was too busy riding his Mormon bicycle, he said. i got to knock on some doors, baby. I'm out here preaching the gospel. And the same thing is true with Karen Johnson. She never served a day. She never did anything to protect this country. Well, she cares about it destroying this country and the people who love this country. But arresting people for, not, for what they say? Welcome. Welcome to the country that they are creating day by day. Day. By the way, the Democrat communists, too, are discussing passing a windfall profits tax on oil companies. They say we got to bring down oil prices. <laughs> so we're going to pass a windfall profits tax on oil companies. If the problem is that there's not enough oil out there, and that's why prices at the pump are so high, if that's the problem, so you're going to pass a tax that's going to constrain production of oil even more because that's what a windfall profit tax always does it, it it's a penalty for produ- for, for, for for production it, it it it's not like they ramp up production so you can tax them more <laughs> they decrease production so you'll tax them less and the democrat communists here are talking about passing a windfall profits tax on the oil companies which would only result in higher prices at the pump because they're going to stop creating more they got, they'll stop producing more <laughs> to avoid the tax 
Ugh, what a mess. Oh, well. Dolly Parton's in the news today. I'm going to tell you more about that coming up. Take your calls. And Ron DeSantis had a couple of things to say about the parental rights bill. We'll talk about that. Compare with flaming locks of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. What a classy woman, too, man. All class, all love. All class and all love for everybody. She was nominated, I told you weeks ago, she was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? So she puts out a tweet yesterday. She said, I don't deserve that. Lots of other people that ought to be in there before me. She said, I, don't, I haven't earned that right. And I don't want to split any votes because of me. So I have to bow out. So please just, y'all, y'all remove my name from consideration. The Hall of Fame? <laughs> she doesn't think she should be in the Hall of Tell me one person who has ever said, don't put me in the Hall of Fame. Huh? Rock and roll. I know. Rock and roll. That song should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, that's a rock and roll song. I'm telling you, that's a rock song. And you know what she said? She said she is going to do a rock album because her husband is a rock and roll freak. What I know about her husband, he's just a freak. <laughs> Those that That's a freaky deaky couple. You know what I mean? No, they are. They're freaky. They're a freaky couple. And he's a freaky dude. And I mean that in a great sense. I'm not slamming him. I mean that in a positive way. He's just a freak. So uh, she said, now, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a rock and roll album. And then maybe you'll consider me to go into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, Dolly, baby, you deserve it anyway. You deserve it anyway. <clears throat> there are, okay, Elaine, Chet Atkins is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tell me any rock and roll that Chet Atkins ever did. Everything that he ever cut was a rock and roll song. Hank Williams. Hank Williams is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Johnny Cash, obviously. Brenda Lee is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So if those folks are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know what? Dolly should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I appreciate your class and your honesty about it, Dolly, and saying that I don't deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, let me tell you something. Yes, you do. You most certainly deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You have contributed to rock and roll music as much as anybody else has contributed to rock and roll. Rock and roll, look, rock and roll music isn't just about distorted guitars and screaming and wearing spandex and jumping up and down with long, fake hair. Long, fake hair. You heard me say it because most of them wear fake, don't they, Chris? Most of them have fake hair. Them boys from Kiss are all bald as bats. They all got fake, they do. They all got fake hair on. That's not what rock and roll is. Rock and roll is can you write and produce and can you perform a great piece of music that is accepted by all people. And tell me anybody who doesn't like the music of Dolly Parton. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. Up to date, up to the minute, and kind of get the late-breaking stories right away. The 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM 1071. His show is full of Russian propaganda and not news. And I will not validate his show by making an appearance. I do not <laughs> want to be associated with him in any way. As if he and didn't we all bite know you. What would we don't know what the goal is. We know the interview would be promoted to get more viewers to make more money to further empower his garbage. That's Adam Kinzinger. <laughs> narcissistic much all right 607 at ktsa good morning san antonio hey welcome to spring break it is a uh, beautiful weather for spring break all week uh highs in the 80s sat on the porch with nancy yesterday and just sat back and enjoyed the warmth and all the beautiful sunshine it was a bit breezy and that's what we're gonna have all week but that's all right gas prices the white house says gas prices will continue to go up go up so suck it up buttercup we got nothing we can do that's what they said it's all Vlad's fault. I didn't do this, says Joe. I didn't do the inflation. I didn't do the gas prices. I did none of this. Are you buying that? 210-599-5555. Who do you blame for the rise in the gas prices and the rise in the meat prices and the rise in all the prices? Whose fault is it? 210-599-5555. White House just says, oh, well, you know, you're stuck. That's it. We, we can't do anything about this. We don't have any solutions. Now, the Democrats have a solution. That is to tax the oil companies more, <laughs> which keeps them from producing more because <laughs> the more you're taxed, the less you're going to produce. We're going to tax them some more. 
Smart Texas on the oil company right there. So Joe says there's nothing we can do about this, folks. That you know, just get ready. They're going to keep going up and going up. I I paid uh, over four dollars a gallon this morning. That was for low grade. That was for the lowest grade. Paid for over four dollars for it. And he says that's not the bottom. I mean, that's not the top. We're going to keep going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. Enjoy the ride, he says. And as the White House, I mean, you know, we there's not, but it's what he said. Let me translate that for you. I'm a dummy. I don't know what I'm doing. That's that's the translation of that. So you tell me, who do you blame for the high gasoline prices that we're all paying now? And have you adjusted your life? Are you doing anything different? I've been uh, getting a lot of texts from people who said uh, I had a, a place we were going to go with the family this week because of spring break and decided not to do it, decided we're not going to spend the money. We're not, eating out. we're not eating out. In fact, we're not buying as many groceries as we used to buy. We've cut back on groceries by quite a bit. And so we're just buying the absolute bare necessities is what we're doing right now because that's all we can afford to do. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh well, White House says there's nothing we can do about it, and they have uh, drafted a bunch of TikTokers to carry on their propaganda scheme. Oh, it's so Orwellian. They brought a bunch of TikTokers to the White House. They've actually got a, a guy who does this in the White House, and it's to teach this Generation Z for Change organization to go out. So they'll interrupt their dance or their modeling or whatever on TikTok. Hey, yo, 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 let me talk to you, yo. <laughs> I ain't talk to y'all. The gas prices is Vlad's fault. Joe B didn't do it. Joe B didn't do the gas prices. Vlad did the gas prices. What they're saying on TikTok right now. That's what they taught him to say, and that's what they're doing. Pray for Fox News journalist Benjamin Hall. You've seen him on Fox News. You may not know the name, but I, you know if you can see the face right now, you know who I'm talking about. He was injured over in uh, Ukraine yesterday. They didn't say what the extent of the injuries are or what exactly happened to him, but he was injured in Ukraine yesterday during all that fight, so pray for him. All right, let me take a few phone calls this morning. What's going on in your mind about the gas prices? Who's to blame? What you doing to deal with it? Jimbo. Good morning, Jimbo. Morning, morning, morning. Well, there's lots of factors there, but a lot of it is these speculators, and anybody that's got a 401K is probably to blame, and the reason I'm saying that you can't put money in the bank and get 5 6% interest anymore. They don't pay nothing. Sorry. Everybody go puts in a 401k, which goes into a hedge fund. And these hedge funds buy these oil contracts, long grain contracts, and they shove that stuff around the first and end of the month. And that's a lot of it right there. Yeah. It's, it's just a it's, – it's, it's legalized gambling is all it is. Well, there, there is there is some truth to what you're saying. There is a lot of that that's going on right now, and it's being run up by a lot of people who are out buying oil contracts because wherever there's money being made, and there's a bunch of money being made in the oil business right now, that's where they go because it's their job to get the largest return for their investors. That's what they're there for. So I wouldn't necessarily be slamming them for that. That's people who are investing and keeping things going uh, in, in the economy. So... Um, really folks, let's not look at 401ks. Let's not look at Vladimir Putin. Putin's a bad guy. He's killing people. All right. He's a bad guy. He's killing people. And I've said from day one, if he's convicted of all this, he ought to be brought up on war crime charges. He's convicted of all they ought to hang and we have to be a public hanging. We all ought to watch it. And I won't change my thinking on that. But this is not, this is Joe Biden. Joe Biden's administration, numero uno, Joe Biden's administration said in 2019, I'm going to stop the oil business. I'm going to stop it. We're not going to pump anymore. And yes, banning the Keystone Pipeline was bad, but that wasn't all of it, folks. What else he's doing is they're slow walking the leases. They are penalizing investors, keeping them from investing in oil. And so investors are looking at this saying, he's shutting down the oil business, and he's doing it bit by bit. I'm not going to invest in oil anymore. I'm just not. This was the plan from the very beginning, and that's what's causing the incredible rise in the prices. Joe Biden and the Democrats are doing it. John, go ahead. You're on quickly. Um, I'd like to request the fireman by George Strait and dedicate it to Elaine. But 
you know, when gas prices goes go up, that everything down the line goes up. My uh, homeowner's policy was doubled. Well, of course. Well, John, I've said that for, you know, 50 years I've been doing this. I've said it every time that, yes, gas prices cause the rise in everything. Diesel prices cause the rise in everything. Once again, folks, we'll, go, we'll cover this ground. Once again, the food's got to get to the grocery store. How does it get to the grocery store in the back of a truck? Everything goes back to oil in our country. And that's never going to change. I don't care how many electric vehicles you make. I don't care how many solar panels you put up in your front yard or on top of your house. That's not going to change. And so we have what we have. But what we have right now is a dictator in the Oval Office who has decided, and, and you know it's not him, right? Well, he, it's, he's part of it, but he's a puppet. It's these people around him that announced during the Barack Obama administration, we are going to put our boot on the neck of the American people and make it hurt. And back then they were talking seven and eight bucks a gallon, and they're taking us there right now, and they have a convenient place to blame, and that's Russia and Vladimir Putin. Yes, they banned the oil from Russia. Yes, we should have ban the oil from russia yes we should uh, bring vladimir putin to justice but this is primarily that you know we we were buying three to six percent of our oil from him this is primarily what joe biden said he was going to do and he's following through with it and he's got a convenient convenient somebody to blame at the moment alex go ahead you're on hi good morning thank you for taking my call <clears throat> trey you know what's going to get really scary is when that fire engine cannot make that call because it don't have gas or that modulant cannot go to that accident because it doesn't have gas. That's really getting scary. And I blame the old man with pampers, and he needs to get the <laughs> smartest man that he knows, and that's Hunter. Have a good day, sir. Bye-bye. The pampers president. <laughs> I like it. All right, let me tell you about Amogee Bank. Amogee knows what they're doing when it comes to American business, when it comes to Texas business. Nobody knows it like Amogee Bank and their great team. If you're in the business world, if you're in the business community, if you have a business or you're thinking about starting a business, hey, Amogee can help you a ton getting started a business. Don't take a first step until you get with them, sit down with them, and talk with them about doing business. How do you do it? What are the best ways to, to become a success? Amogee can show you all of that, walk you through it, and then, of course, provide you with the capital that you are going to need, and you're going to need capital. You're going to need lines of credit. You're going to need loans if you're going to have a business that requires some square footage they're gonna you're gonna have to have money for that you have to turn the lights on and do all those things get all the energy hooked up right and amogee can help with all of those things but it's family and that's the way they run their bank is as a family environment which is very cool when you as a family are either doing your your family banking there or your family business banking there wonderful people you're gonna love them that's Amogee N.A., member fdic equal housing lender this week sunny and breezy highs in the 80s Right now. Whether it is engaging uh, through his team or through even himself personally with uh, big global producers, uh, or it is looking at a range of domestic options. Well, you know where he needs to start? Repeal everything he did when he got into office. Go in there and all that crap that he did on that first day. Remember that whole first day thing? And I got my pen and I repeal every last bit of that. Go in there and put a big red X on it. And reverse all of those things, and you'll start to see us begin to produce once again. They don't want to do that because they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that because they don't want to do that. They want you to be where you are, and they want it to go higher, and it will. Giselle Bungeon, remember I told you about uh, Tom Brady, and when when he retired, I said, she going to kick him out. It's not going to be long. What was that? How long ago was that? A month? A month. He retired for a month. And she's kicking him out. Get back to work, boy. And she tweeted yesterday after he, you know, told her, I'm going back to work, honey. She said, here we go again. Let's go, lovey. Let's go, Bucks. Tell me she's not excited about him getting back on the field and out of the kitchen. <laughs> that boy's been walking around the kitchen raiding the dang uh, pantry for a month now. Tom Brady's been in there. And, you know, for the, the entire time they've been married, and they do make the perfect couple. They are Ken and Barbie. And and for the entire month that he's been off, all he's done is sit around and eat fat food. He's becoming a fat dude, and she's not going to have that. She's not going to have a fat hubby. He's got to go. He's not going to be allowed to drink a six-pack, <laughs> sit on the couch and watch a football game, and become like the rest of us. It's not going to happen. 
The boy will never be over a size 34 waist, and she's going to make sure that happens. Woman allegedly stabbed her date during sex as a revenge for the U.S. killing of Iranian commander Soleimani. Did you hear this story? She met him on a dating website, Plenty of Fish. <laughs> Man, there's so many of those out there, Plenty of Fish. And as the pair began having sex, she put on a blindfold on him, turned off the lights, and then he could feel a pain in his neck. You're a real pain in my neck. Turns out she allegedly stabbed him in the neck for the revenge against the U.S. troops for the killing of Qasem Soleimani in 2020. The victim pushed her off of him, fled the room, called 911. She was captured, told the investigator she wanted revenge. She listened to Grave Digger. <laughs> I told you it was a bad song. That gave her the motivation to carry out her revenge. Jamie Foxx ought to be ashamed of himself. Kanye West, he's not going to be ashamed. She told detectives she only wanted to hurt the man, not kill him. That's according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Ron DeSantis is the man. Ron DeSantis, future president of the United States. If, if, if the United States has half a brain, the United States will, will take Ron DeSantis and make him president. He's running Florida, and he's doing a phenomenal job of Florida in Florida. And the latest thing that I've been telling you about has been this parental rights bill. That here we are in the year 2022 at a time when most of us who are in our 50s, right, we would have never thought as we were growing up that the government would have to come in and say parents have a right to parent their children, not the state. That these NGOs like these LGBTQ trans NGOs and these other organizations in schools, teachers in schools and administrators in schools, don't believe that the kid is yours. That they what they believe is the kid is theirs. It you know the whole it takes a village thing. And I've read you their quotes where they've said exactly that. Where they've said, no, the children belong to all of us, and that's why we will tell we will talk to them and and raise them the way we want them to be raised. So in Florida, what they were doing, and it's happening here in Texas, it's happening all across the fruited plain. Children as young as 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years old are being talked to about sex by teachers, by administrators, with the full support of the school. Now, that's not all schools, and that's not all teachers, and that's not all administrators across the board. But the school system in this country is over-sexualizing our children. There is no reason they should ever talk to them about sex. None. I'm going to find that letter i've got it here somewhere i gotta find it i gotta read you this letter that that um, woman wrote to bob chapek over at uh, disney because it's it's quite a quite a story yeah but what what they did in florida was they passed the parental rights bill that says mom and dads have the right and no child should be talked to about sex in school in fact, if you were to walk, Chris, if you were to walk up to a child and talk to that child about sex the way that schools talk to them about sex, you could be arrested. If you took some of the library books that are in the school libraries concerning this and you were to read that to a child, you could be arrested for reading porn to them. Now, Disney is a company that supports all this crapola that these schools are doing in sex over-sexualizing our children. And here's a letter that one mama wrote to Mr. Chapek, who's the head of Disney. I am a simple stay-at-home mom of four children. My family is not important to you. Until this morning, we owned a small amount of Disney stock. Try to get to Disney World every couple of years. Have loved all the things Disney did for a long time. Today, our relationship with Disney has come to an end. If Disney's not going to support protecting young children from activist teachers and predators, then we cannot trust them any longer with our children. I know the little amount of stock that we sold this morning is not going to impact your company, but at least we will not be a part of a company who seems to care more about appeasing a woke 20-something Twitter mob than keeping young children safe. Amen, mama. But here's the point. Here's, here's what she said in this letter that really stood out to me. This captured me, and see, see if it does you. 
She says this isn't controversial. It's about protecting children ages 5 to 8. My youngest child is 7 years old. She loves princesses and baby dolls. She has huge gaps and missing teeth when she smiles. She thinks her teachers are rock stars, and she hugs everyone. She's in first grade. There is absolutely no situation where sexual instruction is appropriate for her. None. I would be very concerned if any adult thought otherwise. This bill is not anti-gay, anti-straight, anti-anything. It's pro-child and pro-parent. It's sad that we need these types of bills at all. But we have seen firsthand how activists disguised as teachers use their power to promote inappropriate content to children, then try to hide it from parents. Ladies and gentlemen, she's right. Her daughter is seven, has gaps where there used to be teeth. She loves princesses. She dances around. She smiles. She thinks her teachers are rock stars. No one should be talking to her about sex. No one, much less a teacher at school. 210-599-5555, Let me tell you about Laurel Ridge Treatment Center at Laurel Ridge. You're treated like a king and a queen at Laurel Ridge and help you get back on track. Yep, sometimes we all have problems. We all get off track every once in a while. And we all have behavioral health issues that we deal with. Either it's us personally that we're dealing with it or somebody that we love and that we care about. Could even be a child. We were just talking about kiddos. Could even be a kid. Isolation and depression and anxiety can be a horrible thing. We you know, just went through two years of isolation for many, many people. That's caused a lot of addiction issues as well. And Laurel Ridge has outpatient uh, day treatment programs, inpatient options to help out. They offer free assessments 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so you can get in there at 3 a.m. or 3 in the afternoon, whatever is going to work best for you. And they're always there, saving lives and healing families and creating hope. Their phone number at Laurel Ridge is 210-491-3591. You don't have to suffer anymore. Your loved one doesn't have to suffer anymore. There's healing and hope every day. At- Separation of guns oh. in our cities yeah. is creating an encounter that's causing bloodshed across our nation. Yeah, okay. Well, that's Mayor Adams out of New York. And there's an overproliferation of hammers, too, because the new thing is to walk up behind somebody with a hammer and hit him over the head. We need a background checks for all hammer sales down on aisle 13 at the Home Depots, please. Good morning, San Antonio. Hey, John. What's up, man? Got a question. Is there anything legislatively that our state and uh, Congress and, and at, the, at the national level can do to overturn all of this crazy stuff that Joe Biden has done. Uh, no, uh, because the Democrats control uh, Congress. Now, as far as the state is concerned, elect me governor, John, and I'm, I'm going to take us independent. I'm going to start doing stuff that has nothing to do with it. I'm, I'm just going to blow off Washington. I'm not going to worry about you know if I if I was ruling Texas, uh, I I would just not pay attention to what Washington has to say anymore. I would seal up the border and I'd start pumping as much oil as I can. I keep it right here in Texas, and I wouldn't be sending them the gas tax. I, in fact, I probably wouldn't send them any tax to to Washington D.C. And we could fight it over the Tenth Amendment. We have a Tenth Amendment fight. Right. Okay. Um, anything that that our uh, state. Uh, people are doing, I mean, like I called Cornyn's office and, uh, I was given the old, uh, oh, the, uh, they introduce a bill, get sent to the president and, uh, the president can, uh, make law out of it. Uh, it doesn't sound like we're going to be doing much. That's right. You got it. We're not. Uh, what, what has to happen is what I've said over and over again, the, the red wave, if that's what you want to call it, whatever you want to call it in November has to be so overwhelming. The Democrats can't cheat this, but, uh, this right. is, this is what the vote, uh, supposedly showed. And uh, this is where we are, and there's not really a whole heck of a lot that we as the American people can do because they have they own all the power until November. Now, in November, things can change. Joe Biden said the other day, I'm just going to veto everything the Republicans send to me in November. Uh, so, no, your, your hands are, are, are basically tied. You know, but if I was governor, uh, I would just, I'd go on my own, and we could fight over the Tenth Amendment all day long. And, and I, I would make them, I would make the federal government sue me over what I was doing, but I would set up, I'd set up my own course and just to hell with Washington.
They're not worth it. Thanks, sir. All right, John. Have a good one. Hey, Mark. What's going on? Hey, man. I really agree with your last statement. Uh, One of the reasons that actually... It's really kind of ironic. I know I'm a supplier. I'm I, one of my one of my couple of my clients are in the production business or in the servicing business in the oil and gas. And one of the reasons that people never never realize actually it actually benefits Texas producers in a selfish way when all the when the Democrats oh, yeah. at the federal level oh, yeah. get all crazy with this regulation oh, yeah. and drive up the prices of oil and gas. Sure. Texas, we benefit dramatically yeah. because 99% of the land in Texas is owned by the state. Right. It's not owned by the federal government, and all the oil leases are owned by the state or private private properties. And that's what people really need to wake up on. And one of the great things that's happened, especially in the schools and things of that nature, is the pandemic really opened up parents eyes that the parents we are if you're a parent you're responsible for what your children are getting taught and what's happening in the schools supposed to be and what's what's really great is the parent activism that's happening because of this all the craziness that's happened in the schools. but what's happened to mark let me jump in here a second because what's happened too is that uh parents have been lulled into this sense of well it's nothing but an eight-hour babysitter for me because i gotta go to work you know and uh, remember when they were panicking about you know kids coming home for a long time they didn't panic that their kids were going to be home their brains were going to be destroyed because they weren't learning and all these things they were panicking because how am i going to get to work you know i, I can't stay home right. with my child i cannot stay here with this right. child i've got to get to work right. and that was the big thing right. now as far as the oil thing is concerned you're right uh texas and oil producers benefit but the middle class is being crushed by this right now and poor people are just being killed middle yeah, class is being correct. crushed by these higher prices and what they're doing now is they have to they're forced to start making decisions about where they're going to cut so that they can afford to put fuel in the car. So they drive less, number one. Then they buy less at the stores, which that eventually gets back to the oil producers. I, I had a guy call me the other day. He's an investor in oil. And he's all happy. Oh, man, I'm getting so much money running down. Well, but it's a, it's a short-lived thing because eventually people quit buying it. People quit buying things that are high-priced and because they can't. And then people quit buying everything else because all the prices on everything else went up. And, Mark, we are facing one hell of a recession. And and these people who are in charge, they don't care. They do not care. But we're about to be hit with a recession well, like we've never seen, in, in the likes of which this generation has never seen. That kind of recession is about to hit. And I'm talking about including 2008 if we don't get these prices down. I, yeah, I, I, I agree that uh, that will happen. A lot of it has to do with Federal Reserve policy, too. And I oh, my that. God, yeah. yeah. Audit but, the Fed. But the, uh, but but yes, you are you are exactly correct. But what what really is the whole the whole point here is is that the states and I really hope that Governor Abbott, I really hope he carries through on letting let 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 let's us tech we can solve the border problem ourselves. You bet, you bet we can. And, and, and I I really hope Abbott hears that message, and I really hope that him and and uh, and Patrick both. Get in the legislature. Let's start. Let's start using the Tenth Amendment. That's why the Tenth Amendment was put in there. Exactly. And that's what that, that's what we need to return to. Is hell. Let's just do it on our own. Right. And, and the, we can do it on our own. <laughs> Agreed. We, we have the ability to do that. Let's go. <laughs> let's get it. Thanks, man. Yeah, you too, man. Have a go, Mark. Let me get Lee in here quickly. Hey, Lee. Hey. Good morning. Uh, I got a great idea, Trey. All right. Lay it on me. When you get a chance, call the governor and tell him these are our oil producing properties. Screw the feds. Right. Drill right. and pump and send it to Corpus and sell it only in Texas. Only here. Yeah. You have to have a, a Texas driver's license and Texas plates on your car to buy our fuel. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, let me ask you a quick question on sure. another subject. Are we getting a bust? 
or a statue of Lenin, the yeah. communist from Russia downtown. Yeah, I, I, I did this in the last hour, Lee. Yeah, I, uh, as a matter of fact, and what I said was last hour, and I'll stick with it. It's, it's a really good thing that we went through the whole BLM movement, which was uh, not about Black Lives Mattering. Uh, you study the Black uh, BLM, and what you'll find is a communist revolution, which they're bringing to the United States. And we could go around the country, including in San Antonio, tear down all these statues of like in Travis Park, and they hide that guy away after they broke him into pieces and they'll never let you see him again and then the great columbus statue they took down you know in a circle there where they just went crazy over the columbus statue they took all that down so they could put up a statue of vladimir lenin in downtown san antonio so you know you got to have your priorities right we got to get rid of columbus you know he stumbled upon the americas so that we can replace his statue with a statue of a mass murderer lenin isn't that great yeah the Napoleon Hindenburg is out of control. Oh, totally. Uh, I mean, who the, what, what, who does he think he is? Well, he makes the decisions, and then we pay the price. What he's going to say about this, Lee, what he's going to say is, well, this is a private guy on a private land who's doing this. Uh, Ron Nuremberg taught me everything I need to know about him when he lied to my face three times about three different subjects, and then when he went to an anti-police rally and said, this is my GD city, I'm hiring this anti-police guy to come down to City Hall, they taught me everything I need to know about Mr. Hindenburg, as you call him. You're exactly right. Lee, thank you, man. Have a great day. 210-599-5555. The pledge is coming up. If you want to say the pledge, give me a holler right now. Talk to Chris and Elaine. 210-599-5555. Say the Pledge of Allegiance. We'll put you on. Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. Your wish list comes to reality. You know, we all have a wish list, right? And, and even in the home that we're living in right now, I wish this and that and the other. I wish that column wasn't there. I wish there was a column here. <laughs> I wish the roof was a little bit taller in here. Uh, you know, vaulted ceilings, I kind of like to have that. I'd like a little more workspace over there and a little less space over there. Well, that wish list can become a reality when you deal with Wagner Holick Custom Homes. They take your wish list and they make a home out of your wish list. It, what I like to call is your dreams come true with Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. Sit down with them. It doesn't cost you anything to have that meeting. Have a cup of coffee with them and talk with them about your dreams. And they'll show you how they can make it a reality for you with excellence and attention to detail. That's what Wagner Holick is all about at Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. 210 for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. CEO of Bridgehead IT, my friend. All things computing and IT is Wes Bunch. Wes, I'm looking at a keyboard right now, and I don't know what three quarters of any of this on this keyboard does. I can tell you what the letters are supposed to do when it works, but all this other stuff got a whole bunch of F's on here, and a page this and that, and a caps this and that, and an alternate and a control. What does all this stuff do anyway? <laughs> well, it can be a slippery slope, right? But, you know, there's some hidden gems on the keyboard. When we think about the mouse, we think about the mouse as, you know, this efficient tool, which it is, but there's a lot of things that it actually slows us down on. There's some, and there are some key keyboard shortcuts that can just make things move a lot faster for us. So I wanted to review some of the, uh, you know, less commonly known keyboard shortcuts that can just make your workday a little faster and a little easier for you. Um, the first one is the Windows key plus the letter D. That's a cool little shortcut that takes you directly to your desktop. Usually if you're working throughout the day on your computer, you amass a lot of applications that are just up throughout the day. And if you need to get back to your desktop to maybe you look at your recycling bin or find a file or something like that, you'll find yourself minimizing a ton of apps to get there. And if you just hit that Windows key, which is the, the one that's usually in between the control and the alt, it's like four little squares, looks like a little window, hit Windows D, and boom, it drops all those apps down for you and takes you directly to your desktop. Really, really fast, much faster than trying to get that done with the mouse. The next one is Control-Shift-T, T is in Tango. This one's for your Internet browser. I don't know if you've ever been surfing in your Internet, internet browser before and accidentally closed it out, and you might have been on a really cool site and you weren't sure exactly how you got there. You just know you navigated through a gazillion hyperlinks and you, you found your way there. And I did that just the other day, and it's like, oh, no, where was I? And I was trying to go back through my history, and, and if you just hit Control-Shift-T, 
it takes you right back to where you were. You don't have to go you know, sort through your history. You don't have to worry about, oh, my gosh, where was I? Just Control-Shift-T, and boom, it'll take you right back to wherever it was that you were. This is all cool stuff, man. So it's a lot of shortcuts to really eliminate a lot of time that you're taking on the key. And I was kidding about all these uh, letters and everything because I you know, have taken the time to study the keyboard. You know, Primarily my uses are the alphabet, right, to, to, to type stuff or, or to surf or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but there's, there's a lot of other things in there. Another cool one is Control-Z is in Zulu. That one is the undo button. I don't know if you've ever been in an application before, and, and you know, you, you accidentally delete something or, you know, something gets moved, and you're just like, oh, put it back. What happens? You know, that can happen sometimes when you're moving quick. And if you just hit Control-Z, it just puts it back to the way it was before. And so that's really helpful in applications like Microsoft Word or Adobe or PowerPoint. And it's just easy to inadvertently mess something up and not know exactly how you did it. And Control-Z, it just puts it right back to the way to the way it was for you. Oh, wow. So, There's a yeah. lot of my life I'd like to have that for. I can just put it right back to <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that same thing when I was putting this together this morning. I'm like, man, I could use that Control Z in so many other applications. Seriously, right man, now. you know, like text and everything else. No, 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 I want to get rid of that. Let me get rid of that. Can we Control Z gas prices? <laughs> yeah, that'd be, cool. that'd be an awesome yeah. thing. Hey, man, I appreciate you, Wes. Thank you very much. Take care, Trey. Thanks so much. All right, talk to you later. That is uh, Wes Bunch. It's a Tech Tuesday on KTSA Bridgehead IT, 210-477-7999 is where you find it. All right, so uh, Warren Rima uh, coming up here at the top of the hour. We'll be talking more about these gas prices that are continuing to surge and soar and what it all means for us. Meanwhile, the National Mustard Museum. Did you know there was a National Mustard Museum? I think it's totally awesome. I like mustard. I got to tell you, mustard's good on most things. So the guy with the National Mustard Museum, that's up in Wisconsin, because where else are you going to have a National Mustard Museum? You're going to have it in Wisconsin. Why? Because the brats, you got to have them swimming in mustard. The director of the National Mustard Museum says he's taking down all the Russian mustards. Now, he's catching some some heat for it because people are saying, well, you just, you, you're discriminating against the Russian people. It's kind of like if, if, if you... Remember this whole thing? We went through this with COVID. If you criticize the Chinese government, you were criticizing the Chinese people. And you had to say it every time. I'm not criticizing the Chinese people. I'm not racist. Because all the Democrats said you were racist. Well, now the Democrats are saying the guy that's in charge of the <laughs> of the mustard museum. You can't win with these people. You really can't. He says, I'm going to take down all the Russian mustard. We're not going to have the Russian mustard anymore. Oh, you, you don't like the Russian people, do you? He said, no, Russian people are fine. It's their leader that I got a problem with. You know, that's a big problem. A judge has term, uh, permanently blocked the release of Bob Saget's autopsy records. I don't know. <laughs> His list of injuries is pretty incredible. If he fell down and has that list of injuries, man, that's a heck of a fall.